Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. And boom goes the dynamite. It is Tuesday. And you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom. Brought to you, as always, by Fight Game Media. I'm your host for tonight, James B. McDaniel. Kevin, how's your week been going, buddy? Uh, nice and easy, I'd say. A lot less, a lot calmer than last week. That's Okay, that's an improvement. That's a huge yeah. improvement. Last week was too much. Too much happened. It was way too much. Um, and then we're hit this week. Again, if you want to go all in, if you want to go all in, we've got still WWE repercussions from the return of Vince. We had Dynamite, Rampage, ROH, Dark, Dark Elevation, and of course, Battle of the Belts. Of course, Battle of the Belts. major card. But I didn't let that take me over. I've consumed everything I need to consume, nothing extra. (laughs) <laughs> um and i and i'm okay i'm good. here good that's more two hours ago i wasn't sure i was gonna make it but i'm here now yeah and i'm ready to roll son good what do you want to talk about let's talk about wembley stadium this yep. is not what i i heard absolutely no one predict it would be the return of all in which i'm very excited about the return of all in as a pay-per-view and they're doing it in Wembley Stadium. They've got Nigel McGuinness on the payroll, which is always exciting. Met him at a at a F4W suite party years ago. Um, and now the big question is, can they do it? Can they sell out Wembley Stadium? And I believe the setup for the the boxing setup for Wembley is like ninety thousand. Mm-hmm. But not the wrestling setup. Of course, if it, if you're to set up a WrestleMania at Wembley Stadium, yeah. that's around a quarter. You can knock out a quarter of those seats. Okay. Um, I so I I have seven. Yeah, around seventy, maybe sixty-five. Okay. Um, and I think they can do that. They're on a they're they're on a major network in uh in Europe, mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, and they get better ratings from what I understand than WWE in the U better ratings than WWE and AEW has never been there. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if AEW had been there a few times, this, this might be a no go, but the fact they've not been there and they can stack this card, I think that's a big deal. I would like to question their choice. Like when they're like, Oh, we've got this major announcement, right? 
Take it, Adam Cole. Adam Cole? Yes. Why not Soraya or any or or Jamie or, Hader or yeah. any number or of Tony international? Even. Why yeah. does it have to be a wrestler? It's like Adam Cole came back, mm-hmm. and if it's a wrestler, make it a British wrestler. Yeah. Also, how about this? How about you sign Davy Boy Smith Jr. for like a couple weeks to make this happen? which maybe they, they still might do. Mm-hmm. He's still out there. I think he's still available. MLW doesn't have exclusivity to him, I do not believe. Um, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, yeah, I thought the announcement was weird. That day of, it was kind of going around that it would be something in London. Okay. And I think a lot of people I hadn't thought, heard any of that. And I think... A th- I think a lot of people thought if it was London, it would might be like the O2 Arena on the high end. Yeah, or an O2 Arena, they could for sure sell out. I believe and, that's 25,000, 20,000. Or, 20, or uh, Tony Conard always talked about Craven Cottage, which is where yeah. Fulham plays, and that's like 25,000 right. seats, and it's like credible visual, and everyone thought, oh, it would be that, and it'd be another uh, Arthur Ashe-type deal. Yeah. And it would be awesome. Everyone's going to be like, that would be great, and they could totally yeah. do that. But man, he must have had the inside track, which I guess he does. But the the announcement, <laughs> the announcement's crazy. So Excalibur <laughs> announces Nigel McGinnis. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel McGinnis announces Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan announces Adam Cole, and Adam Cole announces Wembley. Adam Cole is the strangest choice. Yeah. I, and I get they're like, oh, Adam's back. We got to push yeah. Adam. He's the big baby face. Well, and they and had him announce. Strangest choice. They had him announce Forbidden Door last year. Which I got you. But I guess he's just the best. They're a guy you can trust to deliver the information accurately. <laughs> I guess Tony so. Tony Khan was looked a little overhyped. Uh, Tony Khan is always <laughs> a little breath, like out of breath. Yeah. And he's just, he, Tony Khan is me at 12 years old. That's what he is all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it looked like if you put 12 year old me on the screen. Yeah. Other than the fact that words come out of his mouth, that's a little improvement over that's what true. I would have done at 12, but I'm excited about it. I really am. Um, and I'm excited to see what he can do. And I think Tony has a lot more, I think has, he has a larger ability to put people in that stadium than people think. I think so with too. Fulham and all the athletes on that team that I'm sure will be there. I think they'll they be getting their fan bases excited for this. Yeah. And, and they do have a relationship with Wembley because the Jaguars play there every yeah. year and have for the last 10 years. Yeah. And Shad Khan was going to try, he, he had an offer on the table and like a deal going to buy Wembley stadium in 2018. So they were going to own the stadium at one point. And it didn't work out man. because there was a lot of the, I guess a lot of the board behind the, you know, the old school of the board didn't want to sell. Yeah. And he, he backed out to not damage the relationship. And apparently he's putting out feelers to buy it again. So who knows, maybe by this time they might actually. I was having place. some trouble hearing you there. You, you were saying the F4W board prevented the sale. Yeah. It's good. I, exactly. I, you, yeah. I wouldn't put it past yeah. him. That wouldn't yeah. be the last thing they prevent. I, didn't they prevent no. the punk return just to, like a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> That's right. I think that That's happened. Exactly right. I think that happened. One of my favorite board memories is I was in this big argument for hours, days, who knows. And there was a man 
for all I know who may be listening to this, who on the Might board was known as Mountain Man. No, that wasn't me. And I was like, I need to see where Mountain Man's from. And I clicked on his profile and it said a mountain. And I've been <laughs> laughing at that since 2006. That's Literally great. once a month since 2006, that's cracked me up. So that's Mountain great. Man, if you're out there, you pop me, brother. My all-time uh, favorite board nickname was in the early days. Uh, there was a guy named Browser Brody. I remember Browser Brody. I never interacted with him really, but there were there were a lot of names, man. Yeah, <laughs> sexual predator comes to mind. Yes, very active board member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wild times. And I really, I wonder what. I'm sure this is known. I'm sure this is out there. I wonder what Tony Khan's board name was. We know he was on the board. Mm-hmm. Um. And Which he was on the I old pro- Death Valley driver boards back in the day. Yeah. Which I was on it's, too. I think there's no way he was on those boards and not the F4W boards. Oh, no. It had to be. So There's no way. And so I really, I'm assuming I interacted with him. It's probably called him an asshole at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and I would love to know if I did. I'd love to go back and do that, yeah. that search. <laughs> um, okay. So you've got a couple questions here. It's, I figure it has to be, I, yeah. you know what? Let me, let me take that back. I wanted to say it's got to be a pay-per-view, but this is not mm-hmm. going to be a primetime show. Right. This is going to be like a noon. Three in the afternoon, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I could, I would be really excited if they made this a Clash of Champions, like a two or three hours on TBS in the middle of the day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. But I'm assuming for the cost of doing business there, they might want to make it a pay-per-view. They could, unless they get a crazy deal. Because one of the things I noticed, and a lot of people noticed in the announcement, was he specifically mentioned it's the one, 100 years, 100 of years Wembley of T- Stadium and, and 100 years of Warner Brothers. Yeah. So I think it's it's part of a WBD plan. Yeah. So Which maybe Warner Brothers is helping to foot the maybe bill. One, yeah, maybe they're helping to foot the bill. There's rumors of, who knows if this is rumors or just wild speculation of like an HBO Max special, maybe to coincide with uh, them rolling out their new WBD service, whatever it's going to be called, Max or that would be fantastic, something like that. Um, I I wonder if it'll be on pay per view in England or if it'll be like broadcast live on television. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like what you're saying there. Uh, may, it, it could very well be the announcement of the, the merger of HBO Max and Discovery Plus, and it would be fan, it would be fantastic if that's where it was available, was on that new service. Which Yeah, be, which would also imply that AEW has a home on that service, I would hope. Yeah. I would think yeah. that they wouldn't that's do that. That's kind of what I thought was, the announcement yeah. was going to be. Yeah. Really that would be ta- great. Yeah, can, hey, there. fantasy book the whole uh, business deal, but uh, oh, absolutely. Okay, let's see. So, what does success look like? You've got that in the notes. Yeah, the funny I, thing is, if they did Craven Cottage and did twenty five thousand, everyone think wild success. Yeah, but if they do twenty five thousand in Wembley, failure, huge failure. That's the thing, and and it's something like I learned from promoting back in the day. If you have 500 people show up for a thousand seater, it looks like it looks like a major failure. But if you have 500 people show up for a 400 seat venue, you're turning people away. It's a huge, 
huge success. Yeah. And so that's going to be, it's going to be difficult mm-hmm. to fill that place up, but I think they can. And I really think they will. I think they're going to pull out all the stops on this one. I have a feeling tickets are going to be very reasonably priced, but what they need to do, it's a real shame. They'll have William Regal for this real shame, Oh man. Um, what they need to do is book major, like this needs to be the most stacked card they've done in a while. And they need to have a lot of international talent on this card, whether they're borrowing from new Japan, they're borrowing from the Indies. I think they really need to, to focus hard on that. And I think personally, um, even though she's not as over as, as they would have hoped here, I think Soraya is going to be a big part of filling up the stadium. Yeah, I think you do, Jamie Hader and Soraya. I think you hold yeah. that match off. I think that's that has to be one of the one of the top two or three matches on this card for sure. And I hate to say it, but I'd probably have Soraya win. I would probably keep. I would yeah. to, to make a big moment there. I think you've got to look. You know, Soraya have... is going to be champion at some point. Yeah, you know, put it on her there. That's I I, I agree with you. I think that's the that's the move. That's the thing. It to twists do. my stomach a bit to say that Soraya should beat Jamie Hader for a title, but yeah, you know, again, like so many other things, I I grew up on 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 like Dusty and Rick going back and forth, like have that like I'm I'm fine with you putting it on her, just take it back pretty quickly, take yeah. it back fairly soon. Yeah. So Will Osprey says he wants to be there, so that's good. That's really good, and I hope he is. So my theory, so we'd see, we have Osprey that's in August. Yeah, that's in August. We have Forbidden Door uh, in June. Right. And the rumor then was Osprey Omega at Forbidden Door. What so maybe you make do, it a trilogy. You could do a trilogy, yeah. You could, you, I'm thinking you could do a draw at Forbidden Door, yeah. Osprey Omega, and then have them settle it at Wembley with Osprey going over. I think New Japan would like that because it'd be because people are expecting him to to be the the man in New Japan next year. So he yeah. has to be built to the to the Tokyo Dome. So beating Omega in a stadium, you know, second from the top against the world title match would be a huge thing. I think yeah. I think that would be great. Did you hear what Dax Harwood's plan is? No, I haven't heard this. He has said that the only main event that you could do at this place to, to fill that arena would be FTR and CM Punk against young bucks and Omega. You know, it would draw a lot of money. Yeah, it would. It would. I don't don't think the biggest match that involves him for sure. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It would make him a lot of money for sure. Um, and I, I would love to see it. I think, Hold on one second. I okay. think the only the only match I want to see with FTR on that pay-per-view is against the youngest men alive. <laughs> the Outrunners. Oh my gosh, the Outrunners. They could come out in jet skis. Oh my god, yes. On the highway to the anger zone, always be aware <laughs> of speed traps. That's right. That's one of their newest ones as they're flexing their traps. It's amazing. Uh. I want yeah. nothing, nothing but snapmares, man. Nothing but You're snapmares. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, big that's big snapmares for the people in the cheap seats. I do feel like Europe would really like 
the outrunners. <laughs> the outrunners, yeah. I, I think they really would enjoy that team. Yeah. So, okay. Let's see. Who else could you – who else from New Japan could you bring over? We've Zach. got – Zack Sabre Jr. would have to be on that list. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I do think they should they should get uh oh my god. I'm my mind is in on patrol live zone and I wanted to say Harry Smith, but there's a dog that's posted every week in a new outfit during on patrol live called Harry Junebugs. And I almost said it we gotta get Harry Junebugs on this. Harry Junebugs is great. Oh my god. By the way, that that's the Twitter handle, Harry Junebugs. Check out this creepy dog. In all the outfits. H-A-R-R-Y or H-A-I-R-Y? I believe it's H-A-R-Y. Okay. I believe it is. Let me, I'm going to double check that as we speak. Like Harry here. the name or Harry the... Uh, He's the very name. hairy. I think that's what okay. it is. I see. I am. Um... All right, let me check this out. Junebug with a lot of hair. Basically it. The thing is, the dog does not look at all like a june bug but you know you take what you get on the internet <laughs> um all right let me let me go back there, to the rundown here there'd be an interesting thing for the undercard of that show are the billington bulldogs exclusive to mlw the thing is i don't believe mlw has any exclusivity clauses even with their champions because ty of valkyrie oh, i yeah. believe was She's the active champion when she came over to AEW. Okay. So I think the Billington Bulldogs would be great to have on the undercard. Who would you match them against uh, from AEW? Uh, let's see. They're very small. I've only seen them a little bit, so. They'd be great. I mean, they would be great against. I mean, there's so many small tag teams. Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks. Um, unfortunately, we we can't do uh, Top Dante flight. and Darius yeah, now. I was just thinking. Um, that would have that would have been the one. I think that would have been a great one. Hmm. It'd be, you a, know it'd be a, that kind of team, though. Yeah. But, and again, there's there's yeah. any number of people in AEW you can match them up with. Aussie and Open. build towards that. They'd they'd be fine against the acclaimed, but I think you want to do something bigger with the acclaimed. I think. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think London wants to scissor. More than anything else. <laughs> and so I think you need a big yeah. you need a big match for them. Yeah. You would. That would be a great rap. He could rail on Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be a phenomenal rap. That would be awesome. <laughs> and if you want if you ever want to hear never mind. I'm not gonna go that route. But what I, the route I will go is for just five dollars a month, you can get so much extra from all of us here at fight game media by checking out patreon.com slash fight game media for only $5 a month, the price of less than the price of one cup of coffee per month. You get extra shows from everybody, extended versions of a number of shows. And of course you get the dynamite show each and every Wednesday night, uh, less than an, an hour, two hours after dynamite goes off the air FightGameMedia.com. Of course, check out as well as our YouTube uh, fight game media to check out early episodes of power bombshells and clips from all the other shows to figure out now now that i've got all access what do i want to watch patreon.com slash fight game media kevin where are we heading next uh we got some new signings That's new right new people are all elite three enormous signings i guess i think 
These are all really good signings. Nigel McGinnis, I think we should talk about first. Okay. Um, he is, I think, going to be instrumental to this lead up. Uh, first of all, I think he's going to be a big part of ROH moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's going to be instrumental to, I'm sure he has to be on the announced team for Wembley Stadium. He has to be. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd be good. I, I, I really, Nigel McGinnis is a guy who got ill um, at really the wrong time. And mm-hmm. he was about to, he was, he came to impact at the time I was watching as Desmond Wolf. Yes. And I was really liking him. And then they brought over Hulk Hogan yep. and Hogan scrapped everybody that was young and new and hot yep. and brought in nothing but WWE has been's. And I quit watching impact for, I believe the last time I never came back to it after that. It completely ruined the whole thing for me because I was so excited about what we were going to get with Nigel on top as Desmond Wolf. And I will always love the Desmond Wolf character because probably about once every six months, I watched the um, segment from right after that when uh, Jay Lethal started impersonating Ric Flair. Yeah. And he and Ric Flair start cutting promos on each other. And then there's the one... It's it's fantastic and it makes me very happy. And uh, the thing I love about Nigel in that is that he was part of Ric Flair's what was it called Fortune, yeah, faction at that time. And it was the most madcap, wacky thing ever. And Desmond Wolf was so deeply offended by, <laughs> by Desmond Jay sold it, man. Impre- he, he sold, sold it. it at how dare you mock this legend. That is easily the most watched clip, as we know, yeah. in Impact history. Oh, it's glorious. And, and of all all the, the superstars who were in AEW, that were in Impact, it was Jay Lethal who, who made that happen. It was That's mm-hmm. Jay Lethal's clip, I think, even more than Ric Flair's. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it shows how underrated he is to this day as a major player. Yeah. Um. But it's got, and he has incredible charisma. But it's a weird situation where you don't always get that full charisma as right. Jay Lethal, right? Because his charisma, when when he does that, he kind of drifts into Ric Flair mode. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, he was equally great as the Macho Man, yeah. as a uh, Black uh-huh. Machismo, because he could just inhabit it. That was the that was the cool thing about yeah. him, like. The the little there was a great video that accompanied that somewhere on the Impact YouTube channel that was a backstage interview with Jay Lethal where he was talking about how he does Ric Flair. Yeah. And it was the best because he's sitting there so loving the way he talks about it, about like the little things that you do, how he was like he points out that like Ric Flair when he did the four horsemen sign, never fully extends his fingers. His fingers are always just a little they're always a little, a little, little soft, a little curved. And so he's yeah. talking about how he like picked up, like how he never, you never straighten out the fingers when you're doing the four and stuff like that. And I love that attention to detail. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan. Even if you live far away, like maybe you like the bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 
What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, okay, let's see. Next up. So, yeah, Nigel McGinnis, great signing. <laughs> next up, one of my personal favorites, Sky Blue, was somehow not all elite. Sky yeah. Blue, who is on TV every single week yeah. for what feels like six months. Oh, and a I year. Loved, yeah, and I loved your your point that you made to me over text, which is basically, and they wonder why WWE is always checking on contracts, on contract right. statuses, because <laughs> no one knows yeah. who's all elite and who's not. Right. Unless you have someone full time scrubbing the internet for right. that all for that so and so is all elite graphic, which somebody could just create whole cloth. Which I but, you um, know, she first appeared on AEW uh all out twenty twenty one. Yeah. So a year and a half. And I yeah. thought at that time she got signed. Because everyone went crazy for her in Chicago. At that time. So she was a local. Mm -hmm. She was super popular at All Out. Yeah. And I knew they were holding off as she improved, but not this long. I assumed she was signed at some point along the way. And it's crazy to put somebody, give someone that much TV time and, and allow them to be in a situation where WWE could sign them immediately. Yeah, and have them on Raw. The like she could have been on Rampage on Friday and Raw on Monday, and that's insane. <laughs> it's insane. That is insane, but it also now, be insane if we were like Sky Blue suddenly got appeared on Raw. Yeah, now I know she they didn't give her any wins. She's yeah. got that Eddie. She's got that Eddie contract, <laughs> uh, where wins aren't on the table. But um, good for her. I think she's earned it. She's gotten much better. She's improved a lot. She's continuing to improve. Yeah. I know she's in her early to mid twenties. Good um, for her spot. Yeah, really excited for. Her. And finally, yeah. Switchblade Jay White. What are your thoughts on this? I thought good. I was worried he was going to WWE at a very bad time for someone yeah. like him. Yeah. So I like him signing with AEW. I thought they de- that was one of the worst debuts I think they've ever done. You know. Just, it wasn't just, great. They just blew it. They just blew it. It wasn't even that it was creatively bad. This is it the second time. This is the second time they blew it with him, and they didn't make him seem like a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I am just excited. I thought the level of poor judgment it would take to take Ricky Starks coming off this these huge wins and this huge yeah. push and put throw him in against the Geico caveman. <laughs> I thought this is a huge mistake, but now I yeah. realize yeah. yeah, he's now facing Bullet Club. All part and of the, the plan. And the thing is, both guys have their own entrances uh-huh. outside of the Bullet Club entrance, and they threw the Bullet Club entrance in yeah. as well. Yeah. And so to me, this is, even though fans don't recognize it at the moment, and it was poorly done, yeah. this is the, int- the first ever real introduction 
of Bullet Club to AEW mm-hmm. with its leader, Jay White. And I am really, really excited about that. And when I pulled up a list of former members of Bullet Club, the list is ludicrous, first of all. But there's a lot of people they could they could sign and a lot of people who are already in NAW who are Bullet Club members. Let me see who we've got here. Um, first of all, we've got, uh, of course, everyone knows all the members of the elite were Bullet Club at one point. Yep. Um, Carl Anderson and uh, Doc Gallows could come in at any time as oh, Bullet gosh. Club. Please now. Here's somebody I bet you don't know. Jeff Jarrett is Bullet Club. I knew Jeff Jarrett was Bullet Club. Yeah. I, I did not realize. Um, Hikaleo could come back. He's Bullet Club. Frankie Kazarian is Bullet Club. I did not know um, that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get Cody Rhodes Probably not. anytime soon. He is also Bullet Club. Adam Cole, of course, as well. I think we're going to add new people to Bullet Club, but I'm kind of excited about this. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, where's David Finley right now? He's leading Bullet Club in New Japan. Okay. There you he, go. When Jay White, so this is well, actually this is kind of something I wanted to get to with him was uh, when a few months back when um, Jay White lost to Eddie Kingston, the loser leaves new Japan match when Jay White left new Japan, uh, he was going to do, they had an angle where um, David Finley came out and laid him out and did like the traditional you're leaving bullet club. So the new leader is going to take him out thing that's happened with every leader before him. Right. So, what I could see them doing is building up Jay White and Juice and then maybe getting someone else and doing a match at Forbidden Door because Jay White can't can't be in New Japan anymore, but in the Forbidden Door, he could get his revenge. But the problem is that would be heel, 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 like it would right. match up. But you could do like in Juice Robinson and, Jay, and uh, Dave Finley used to be partners. You could bring Dave Finley in, for instance, at Wembley Stadium as part of Bullet Club against Ricky Starks and some new team he could be aligned with. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of fun to be had here with Jay White and Bullet Club. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for the second time, they really shit the bed. I know. And all they had to do, I mean, I I know it was a bot. It was just a botch. They botched the camera shot and they botched the music. But like, they could have at least let him cut a promo at the end. Like, yeah. let out Ricky Starks and then let him, you know, announce this, the Switchblade error or whatever on the microphone and throw it down. To me, there's two ways to do it. That's one. The other is to have him come out and have people that, that fans respect in the ring react to his coming out. Kenny yeah. Omega, whoever. Have them react and be shocked and a little scared. The Jay White's there. They don't know what side he's on. Um, and they didn't either. They didn't yeah. either. Yeah. They had him come out for one of the coldest angles there is, which at least now we see that was, it was going somewhere yeah. that cold angle. And, uh, but Ricky Starks versus Jay white. That's exciting. It's a match. I never, yeah, I never that out of a, I wouldn't have picked that in a million years. No. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah. It could be fun. So of the three, 
you know what? That's stupid. I was going to say of the three who you're most excited about is like <laughs> Nigel's going to occasionally be on TV. Right. Uh, we, we get Sky, Sky Bluein. Yeah, she's going to keep Sky Bluein. Um, her man is now grievously injured, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Which we talked about last week. Uh, so I think Jay White's the most exciting of must, the three. Yeah. And they gave us no excitement. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the return of the Heat Index? It's yeah. been gone since two weeks ago. It has. You, I hope heat you're bringing Index the Heat This is a little week. weird this week. I don't know. We'll see. All right. It's a little random this week. I've got some, some interesting takes on some of these. Okay, good. It'll make it more interesting than what I have, probably. All right. So I have uh, number five, 18-year-old phenomenons. Yeah. So Billy Starks, uh, who's 18 years old and still in high school. Yep. Uh, indie darling, kind of. Yep. Um, has been on Dark and Elevation a few times and finally got a televised title shot against Jade Cargill. Not who uh, I expected them to match Jade with on Battle of the Belts. Yeah. But I, she got a, maybe the majority of the offense in this match against Jade Cargill. She did. She did. And she did okay. I couldn't decide. I am, I'm a Billy Starks fan. Okay. Based on what she can be and how... I think she's very talented for 18 years old, not oh. quite to the level of Nick Wayne, clearly. Um, AEW went hard with the national television debut of Billy Starks, which happened on Reels about two months ago on, I think, episode three or four of MLW um, mm-hmm. Underground. That was her national television debut. This was number two, but literally... Like me and Court Bauer are the only two people that would that could be out here disputing this to know about this <laughs> because that is about what the ratings have been for that's not true. The ratings have been like there's seventy thousand people who might dispute this. But um I'm glad to see her in AEW. Um and I'm glad to see that they seem to they 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 give her credence as a real wrestler right now to give her that much offense against Billy Starks. And the thing is, if from my perspective, having been watching MLW every week, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of an MLW invasion with Billy Starks oh. going hard against Jade and then Taya yeah. Valkyrie coming out yeah. to attempt to lay Jade out. That was one of my criticisms of that match was that they did the thing that I don't like, um, like they did with Vikingo a few weeks back, where someone has a great showing against a bigger star, and then they get beat, and they just roll them out of the wing and ring and move on to the next thing. I would have yeah. loved it if Jade had been so mad at Billy for embarrassing her on Battle of the Belts that, she's that she attacking. just started pummeling her and Ty had to save her. Yeah. yeah. And then all she had to do was like help her up, let everyone cheer her. It wouldn't have hurt Jade or um, the baddie. Yeah. And uh, it would have you helped know, get Billy over. I had a thought about that. I don't know who's supposed to be the face and who's supposed to be the heel here, but all the things that I think would have made Taya Valkyrie a monster, a huge face in mm-hmm. the 80s makes her a heel here in <laughs> 2023. The fact that she's large, she's uh-huh. blonde. Like uh-huh. she comes, I don't know her the way, like her overblown entrance. I yeah. think those would have made her like a Hulk Hogan type in the eighties. And it, I think with Jade, 
it makes her the heel. I think it makes her the bad guy here. And and when this gets when this gets going full on, I think Jade's going to end up going full face. You think so? And I, I I think they're going to have to because I think fans of the two fans are going to cheer Jade. Yeah, I feel like we saw that a little bit here after the match. I think fans are going to side with Jade. Mm-hmm. Ty is going to have to be a heel. I would throw her in with the outcasts, but I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if they would. I don't know if that would take. And I wonder. I wonder I, if that's part of why they didn't do her saving. Um, maybe because they're trying to keep her not too, not too uh, good. Yeah, exactly. Not let's Mark not Sterling make her out too there. Good. Yeah, exactly. And also, let's not associate Billy with her at this. We don't want to have that association right now, and we don't know which way this might this mm-hmm. might go. Something like that. Yeah, you could, I, because I could see, I could see them having Taya beat her, and moving Jade over to the out, outcasts. Put Ooh. her, you know, put her on the original. I think Jade side. would have to have to. I think I think the move is for the outcast to be winning and mm. Jade to come in for the AEW originals. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's but you the could move. leave Taya with the TBS title and then bring yeah. in Statlander. Yeah. Uh, and then the, she's ready yeah, then, for that. And then Jade is part of the top world title picture. Yeah. I think that's that a be great fun. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think so with Nick, Jade, whenever Jade does turn heel, I mean, a uh, face, she's going to yeah. be big. She's, I think she's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah. Okay. Um, our other 18-year-old phenom. Nick Wayne. Yeah. I watched Nick Wayne wrestle 73 matches the previous weekend. <laughs> I loved everyone. I loved yeah. everyone. He did some of there, there was there were moves that I wouldn't have any clue how to sell. Mm-hmm. That he did such an amazing job selling on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. And the fact he beat Swerve Strickland uh, at Defy. Yeah. And now after the match, Swerve yeah. announced that they're going to rematch on AEW Dynamite two days. I, I think they said two days after Nick's 18th birthday. And they gave a date for that. Let me pull this. Up. Let me see when this is. I, I want to guess that it's like July 12th. I think his birthday is like the 10th, maybe. <laughs> and he's already got the contract. Right. Like that he's signed that once he turns 18, he yeah. can be active. I love uh, the fact that, that we... like. AEW knows what they have in Nick Wayne in that they've already decided he's coming in against Swerve. And, and it might be a squash. It might be a it squash be. because that was said on Defy, and it might just be, oh, it's a, like a Billy Starks thing. Yeah. But the fact And that I think that's Swerve, fine if it is. I, yeah, it is fine. I don't... Because uh, we he talked is a about, tiny man. Yeah. And we talked about on the... Um, uh, got into this a little bit on the fight on the fight game discord talking about this announcement and how they, you know, how do you announce him? Do you promote him ahead of time? Do you know, like is the Vikingo thing where you just sort of yeah. say it's happening? How far out do you announce it? July and 12th, July 12th. That's two days after his birthday, I believe. Yep. Um, my thing is, I don't think you should try to action and ready this guy. Like don't no. Uh, you know, try to make him too big, too fast. Bring him in. Let him be a Dante Martin for a little while. He's going to get people on his side. 
Yes, absolutely. People people will go crazy for him. And the only thing you could do is screw it up if you'd push him too fast. And there's so, uh, and again, when I think you're right, you do the Dante Martin thing for a while. And then when you're ready, when you're ready to give him that push, Mm -hmm. you start it in Portland. You start it in Portland, Oregon, and the fans will lose their minds for Nick Wayne in Portland, Oregon. And it'll be, it's, it's, to me, it's an easy formula. My plan, (laughs) I don't know where I thought of this, but I was thinking about Swerve and uh, he's feuding with Darby right now a little bit or just started. Uh, Darby also is the guy who signed uh, Nick Wayne. He's the guy who gave him his Mm -hmm. contract. Yeah. I would, here's what I would love to see later this year. Nick Wayne, Darby Allen and sting trios champs. Oh my God. You know, I wouldn't mind. There's a lot of evidence that both Darby and sting are going to be be retired from wrestling in 2024. Mm -hmm. I would, I could absolutely see Darby Allen choosing Nick Wayne as the guy in some hardcore match to put him yeah. out to be his yeah. final match. Yeah. Um, or, and I or, wouldn't, or, I wouldn't hate that. And I, you know, and sting, I feel like they're going to give sting some sort of title before he leaves. I really be a hope singles they title. Do. And it won't be a singles title. I don't think. Yeah. But a really tag title so. or a trios title would yeah. be cool. And you've got the house of black that could hold the belts for most of the year. Right. You know, haven't win Darby. And Darby already has this history with the House of Black. Yep. Yeah. I I feel like as much as I would love Nick Wayne to be a part of that, I feel like he's a little too – I think he's a little too small. But, yeah. hey, so have Darby. him flying all around the <laughs> ring. I mean, he, I think yeah. he's small next to Darby. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about that, but I think he is. I no, think that's he's, a really good uh, I think he's taller, but he uh, but he's he's lankier. So I think he, he looks he even needs skinny. Some, the man needs some starch. Yeah. In his diet, clearly. And Get he's, there. listen, Nick, yeah. I, we know you're listening. Give me a call. I'm the guy to talk to about starches. Yeah. Just saying. Potatoes have been a large part of my life. Yep. Um, okay. Number four. <sighs> this one's kind of fuzzy, but uh, mergers and acquisitions, basically. <laughs> mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. By the way, is my mic really loud right now? No, that's fine. Okay, good deal. I was playing with it uh, to turn up the audio, and I was just worried. No, Mergers and acquisitions, good. I love this. Yeah, there's just like a little, there's just moves happening. People are trying to acquire, merge, merge. I guess everyone listen got fired up by the Endeavor WWE yeah. UFC WWE merge. merged with the UFC, and everybody's yeah. like, you know what? Let's make some yeah. moves. You know Let's, what we should do? We should merge the mogul affiliates with the embassy. That'll be just as big of a deal. Yeah, and and it's really a great move because it really brings one thing to mind, and I think in most AEW fans, and that's who the who the fuck's the embassy again? Right. (laughs) Yeah, my thought exactly. That's exactly what Swerve needs. Yeah. No, you could put him. You could put him with Hobbs. You know, like yeah, sure. Let's put him. Let's put him with Hobbs and have him just run roughshod everyone. No, instead, let's put Hobbs with like a. 10 year old let's put it with the syndicated cooler. tv gimmick yeah yeah and and then put swerve with prince nana and i got some grief for this because 
you know, Brian Cage is good. Yeah. And uh like both Brian of the guys Cage. both of the other guys in the embassy are good. They're they're pretty good, but they don't they don't really have a lot. But like these guys are not big deals. And Man, they drag swerve down more than he lifts them up. Imagine Brian Cage, Will Hobbs, and Swerve Strickland. That's yeah. a power. That's a power trio right there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. And then anybody else associate anyone else should be fired. God love Prince Nana. I've oh, been obsessed with him since Prince I Nana. saw his name listed in a magazine years ago. <clears throat> and like who who is this? Yeah. Um He's because fantastic. the only Nana, I only know one person named Nana. And <laughs> she was po- she was possibly an illegal immigrant who worked as a maid for someone I knew. And uh and once she asked me if I ever ate monkeys. Oh. And she talked about how back home in Ghana they ate monkeys, but not the small ones, the big ones that look like people, she emphasized. She talked about eating their bones. Wow. That's the only Nana I've ever known. And so that began my obsession with Prince Nana Wow, back in the day. I was going to say the only Nana I've known was uh, my mother-in-law. Your, mother, your mother-in-law? Yeah, I don't think she's ever eaten monkeys. Well, if she has, make sure and ask her if it was the little ones or the if big ones that looked like people. <laughs> and if they ate the bones. Yeah, if they <laughs> ate the bones. And that's and I don't think she was referring to bone marrow. I think she just meant they crunched on yeah. the bones. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Um sorry to take that little detour. Um <laughs> so who okay, so and this is only one of the many mergers we have. Yeah. So the acclaimed Kevin, tried to merge with no, the JAS. Explain this one to me. Part of the JAS tried to merge with the acclaim by wooing uh, the acclaimed with food and drink one Listen, night and a night on the town. If any part, if any part of the JAS was going to woo me to their side, yeah, this is the part. Oh yeah, these are the two. Yes, Daddy Magic. If Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ann said we have Chris Jericho's credit card. Come out with us. Yeah. Yeah. These are the only men who could approach me talking about how hard their nipples are <laughs> that I wouldn't just slowly back into the bush like Homer Simpson. That's right. No. The only would... men on earth. Yeah. You'd say mine too. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> I would like to see Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Ange. I would really like to see them merge with the youngest men on earth. I oh think that that's the team right there. Yeah. My God. Did you see the um, sign on TV that someone was holding up of daddy magic? I did not. It was a Photoshop of Mount Rushmore and all four faces were daddy magic, Matt Menard in different expressions. It was, that's it beautiful. Was amazing. I want it on a t-shirt. That is beautiful. I hope they make that t-shirt. Sell it on Etsy or wherever. I will order it 100%. I'm going to buy one and send it to Paul Fontaine. (laughs) You know, I would love to know. I would love to get everybody, like everybody, Uh in fight game media, in one big call and talk about wrestling shirts. Like, what's the first (laughs) one you bought? Yeah. What's the first one you wanted? Mm-hmm. What, which which ones do you currently own? Yeah. Like I would love to have just a big merch conversation with everybody. That would be fun. Like back in the day, 
WCW had horrible shirts. Oh yeah. But I wanted them so bad. Yeah. And I was already getting a little thick. And uh I ordered a sting, ordered a pink sting sweatshirt, and it was a scorpion with the torso of sting oh, doing wow. this. Yeah. I think I wore that thing once in front of a mirror and never again. <laughs> and then I had a Steiner Brothers hoodie, which uh-huh. I, I actually really liked. It was them with their Michigan letter jackets uh-huh. and it was blue I know the shirt. Michigan colors. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I really liked that one. I still didn't wear it that often because it was a little tight. But um my first of course I discovered the yeah. world of starches. And yes. uh but yeah, those are my first two I ever purchased. My first one was a sting shirt also, but it was really in the, it was back in the UWF days. Oh, wow. A black shirt with a sting logo that had like a scorpion tail. Oh, I bet you wish you had that one. Still. Oh, I do. I do. I had the Fantastics uh, tuxedo t-shirt. Oh, which, my uh, God. That was I hated the Fantastics so much. Oh, I love the Fantastics. And I knew they were great. I knew they were great. Yeah. But the bow tie thing. Yeah. Made oh. me so angry as a child. It, it made was me one of, so angry. Oh, it was one of those shirts. It was same kind of same deal. I was like, I want this shirt. Then I got it home. You know, like the merch stand. I thought that's great. Yeah, you don't so think about thing. where you're going to wear this. It was a yellow tuxedo shirt <laughs> with the Fantastics logo on it. Took it home, put it on one time, and was like, Where am I going to wear this? I yeah, you're, never you're be not able to wear this. School. That's what I always think whenever I buy wrestling clothing of any kind. Where am I going to wear this, and how am I going to defend it? You know, one of the great things about moving to Albuquerque, New Mexico, is Hmm. I don't know anybody. (laughs) And honestly, I'm an old man. I'm elderly now. I don't need to know anybody. Yeah. So, like, now I can buy wrestling T-shirts, no matter how ridiculous they are, and just wear them shopping. Yeah. You know? And that's my thing now. When I'm out doing errands, I am totally fine to dress like a complete goof. <laughs> and uh, and that's the move now. That's yeah. the move. Yeah. All right. I just, for some reason, I just killed that conversation. All right. So. Looking down at the notes. Who is our next merger? Uh, Mark Briscoe has been invited to join the Triple J group of Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and uh, who's the other guy? Satnam Singh. Excuse me. I just, I had to mute myself, but I just <laughs> popped at Sanjay. 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 Dutt being the third J in that. He's the third J. There's so many J's. Um, I don't think Mark Briscoe is going to say yes to that. I don't know. I think it sounds like he already did. To- he wait. He did say yes. Well, he, he like Jay Lethal said. I missed, let's let few things this week I missed. Jay Lethal comes out and he's talking to Mark Briscoe and he says, you know, you're I respect how you're carrying on doing things. You know, you took it mm-hmm. to Samoa Joe but lost. Maybe we need to be working together because we have this history together. We need to be working together. Yeah. And Mark's like, brother, I would love that. You know, kind of emotional thing. They're like, kind of hug it out a little bit. And then Sanjay and Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett comes around and puts his arm around Mark Briscoe, welcoming him to the team. And the visual of Jay Lethal, I mean, of uh, Jeff Jarrett 
just like sucking up to Mark Briscoe while Sanjay <laughs> Dutt bounces around and uh, Satnam Singh just towers over them all. Is great. I really hate that I missed that. I've got to I've got to find that on YouTube immediately. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, I like the idea that he can be their enforcer now. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't care who he's associated with. Yeah, I'll always laugh at Mark Briscoe and love the guy. Yeah, so this is going to be really interesting. Right, it will be. <laughs> and then, of course, our fourth and final <clears throat> merger, the Bullet Club. Yeah, we've got two members. About a little bit. We got two members. We might have more. Yeah, I'm excited to see if who's next because I think unless someone is going to be next, unless they're going to make Bullet Club a thing in AEW, I think that. They don't use they they don't use those intros. They don't use the graphics. Right, right. And so I think some new people will probably be inducted into Bullet Club. And I, all all I can do is thank the good Lord above that QT is involved in something else at the moment. <laughs> That's yeah. all I care about right yeah. now is keep QT yeah. out of Bullet Club. Yeah. All right. So name who's one person that's there already that you think could, could be added that would be a that's good a addition. really that's such a great question all right let's see um i'm pulling up the aw roster you know there's a lot of guys that i think could be great in it that are all, already in other factions right you know you um, can pull them out for instance i think lance archer is somebody you could throw in who would mm-hmm. be really great as an enforcer for that group, who's not doing anything, apparently. Yeah. Um who do you have anybody in mind? Uh let's see. I'm trying to think of who wouldn't like I Andre love the idea of like a butcher and blade, but like Lost and Grenoble. Low end. Who's that? Butcher and Blade. I wouldn't mind Butcher and Blade being bullet club. They'd I wouldn't have to mind really that at be all. rehab though. Let's see. Wait, who's in rehab? No, no, no. I, they would have to be rehabbed. Like they oh, would yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. built up a little bit because they're kind. They of... absolutely would have to. Uh, By the way, Christian Cage has now reunited. While we're thinking about this, with a returning oh, yeah. multicolored Luchasaurus. Yeah, with some sort of spiky shoulder thing. He's been like very busy in his little. That's kind. Of, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm looking through. You know, I, Dustin Rhodes would be a really interesting addition to Bullet Club, I think. Oh, that's I think that would be a cool thing to do with him. Right now, he wouldn't have to wrestle that often, just be there to brawl uh, brawl with him at different points. I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think Lance Archer is a good pick. I think, uh, let's see. I think he's currently chaos-affiliated, but why not do it? Um, also, I really love... Maybe my favorite thing in AEW television this week is Bullet Club made their move. They brought Jay White to AEW, and Chaos said, uh, you know what? Hold my beer. Sue yeah. is back. That's right. We for- I almost forgot. The return of Sue. That's right. Absolutely marked out. I'm still looking through. Yeah. Takeshita would be a really interesting addition to Bullet Club. Yeah. What do you think about that one? Sammy Guevara? Sammy would be great. I'd Takeshi love to. would be very interesting. You know, right now, I think we're going to talk about it more 
there's the uh, the fact that the JAS might be, or at least at least Chris Jericho might be switching sides. Sammy Guevara would be absolutely perfect member of Bullet Club. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Let's He's see. My number one. I am. I'm. Of course, I don't. You know, Miro would be great, but I don't think yeah, we're going to see Miro again in AEW. Yeah. Nick Camarado, I don't know where he's been. He'd be an interesting addition if you could finally push him a little bit. Um, well, you know, Jeff Jarrett's already Bullet Club. Maybe he could just adopt the Triple J, yeah. the whole Triple J, the whole bring the whole group over. That would be a big deal, though. That would be a really big deal if yeah. the entire Triple J group just all of a sudden were Bullet Club in that T-shirt. Yeah. I think that'd be like it's it would pencil be what, club what, t-shirt. Yeah. Let's see. Samoa Joe wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Let's see. Sean Spears isn't doing anything. No, but Sean Spears somehow makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. Um, you know, I really like this idea. Wardlow. Oh, interesting. I'd like. I think Ward Wardlow and Sammy Guevara. I think would be my two. Wardlow, Sammy Guevara, Jay White, and uh, what's his name? Juice. Juice Robinson. I will never ever remember that name. <laughs> the Geico Caveman. The Geico Caveman. And I was trying not to say it again. <laughs> By the way, you know what? Let's let. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to derail the list. Let's keep going. Okay. Put a pin in it for later. Yeah. Whatever it was. Uh, number three. Right. Number three. I got Sammy Guevara for a couple of reasons. All right. Give them to us. He had a good match with Commander. Right. He seems to be the of the of the three people going after MJF right now. He seems to be the one who's currently got his the most focus. Right. Uh, he had a... We'll we'll talk about that segment, but the, I'll I'll go ahead and talk about why else he's on the list. And uh, I don't know if you've watched uh, All Access yet. I've seen week one. I haven't watched week two yet. Okay, and I, and I like it. I kind of I I really they're giving just enough reality. Yeah, in this reality show to keep me focused. Like I, I have a pretty good idea of what show and what is real, and mm-hmm. the fact they're giving us some real, yeah. I, I like. They're giving us just enough to keep me in. The episode two heavily features Sammy Guevara. Okay, good and, to know. Uh, specifically around um, his match last year that was the two out of three falls. I think yep. in episode one they referenced that he's going to have in the two episode out of three falls one. Match. They talk about having him. He's excited when they ask him to go out and challenge, yeah, yeah. Um, Danielson to this best of three. Yeah. So episode two is about him having that match. Okay. And that's it's to me is the best part of the episode. It's him talking about like being nervous about it, like, you know, trying to deliver like his history of like him working at Subway when he was, you know, in training and yeah, you know, always doing that and what it means to him to work with Daniel Bryan or uh, Brian Danielson. And Brian Danielson barely is in the episode. He's he's almost treated like this like distant godlike figure, you know, right. there. Um, and then they, they go through the match and they, I don't know if you remember that match very well, but they beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. 
and it was a great match. <clears throat> and then you, you see know, the aftermath of the match, and uh, you get to see a conversation, which I, which was one of the things I loved. You got to see a conversation with um, Sammy Guevara and Brian Danielson after their match, talking right. about the match. And then you have this great interview with Sammy Guevara afterwards where he's like talking straight to camera. He's exhausted. He just talked to one of his heroes and it just, all this emotion comes out of like, you know, they also reference the uh, Eddie Kingston brawl yeah, and him getting in trouble with Eddie. And then there's a scene with him and Eddie that's very contrived. It's one of those scenes where it's like, this is clearly staged because it's one where you're like, really yeah, annoyed. this is based on reality. This is yeah. not reality. <clears throat> and Eddie Kingston looks really annoyed that he has to do it. But Basically, they're talking about, like, are we good or not and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Sammy at the end is just like, you know, I get caught up in all this, like, politics and, like, my place on the card and all this stuff. But, like, man, I used to work at Subway. You know? Yeah. And now he's wrestling Brian Danielson. And it was just great. <clears throat> the problem is Sammy Guevara is a heel. Yeah. And he cut – he basically had a babyface episode on All Access and also cut a babyface promo – uh, on dynamite, which, which lends credence to the entire, like right now we've got the JS trying to recruit. Yeah. These mega faces in the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. You've got Sammy Guevara working as a face against MJF. You've got Sammy Guevara appearing as a face on all access. You've got Jericho with some potentially some face like tendencies coming a little bit. Yeah. It, it really does feel like we're about to get the JS to switch sides. And, and I think it's a good time considering where the Blackpool combat club is at this moment. Mm-hmm. That's which true. Is yeah. Full heel. That would be really interesting if they start making the sports entertainment group, the, the faces and put yeah. like, you know, the they'll have to leave sports the sports entertainment behind. I don't know. They claim though. They're great sports entertainers. They really are. They absolutely are. Okay. Number two, uh, evil Daniel Bryan and the Blackpool combat club, as they were referred to on Twitter this week, the rototiller of violence. This feels like official AEW Twitter. It feels like if they got Hank Hill to start writing copy (laughs) for AEW Twitter. And I love it so much. Yes. It's like if my pawpaw watched wrestling, he'd be talking about, Yes. The rototiller of violence. The, they they deal in violence and violence accessories. That's exactly right. Like screwdrivers. Oh my god! <laughs> that yeah, Brian squash match completely unhinged. And yeah. I'm I'm liking it. I loved it. I loved that they just had some no name guys out there, and the Blackpool Combat Club just came out and hung around. Like so, like I said last week, I've been watching it without the commercials lately. Yeah, and. So they start to come out for their entrance and then they go to commercial mm-hmm. and during the commercial Blackpool Crime Club is just like, just associating with the people. Right. They're basically just basking in the crowd for like three minutes while they're at commercial and then commercial comes back or the, the show comes back and then they just hit the ring take out everybody outside the ring and uh that little turd wheeler yuda <laughs> like just wrecks somebody and stretches them into submission and then daniel bryan just cuts a great promo like 
these are my guys. I love these guys. When I said I was going home, this is where I was going and pulls out a screwdriver. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't love the idea of Daniel Bryan going heel again. Cause he's changed, you know, he's turned like four times or three times yeah. in the last two years. But man, I love evil Daniel Bryan. Evil Daniel Bryan is fantastic. And I keep calling Daniel Bryan. He's Brian Danielson. That's a good point. I, I, I didn't even catch it. I even it. I wrote it down that way. It. It's, there you go. Evil Daniel Bryan. Evil Brian Danielson is Daniel Bryan in our hearts and minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for this. It's, but again, with, with these guys going full heel, they mm-hmm. have to turn some people face. They absolutely yeah. have to. Um, well, we already I had think, the beginnings of that this week. Yeah. With uh with uh Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. Okay. I manning up. I w- am ignorant as to what's going on here. That's the thing I was gonna ask earlier. Please enlighten me. I've had a tough week. Yeah. I watched what I believe was all of Dynamite. You missed a lot. Of, I, you missed some I, of the little I, interstitial things. Yeah. I, I think, think I think that's a uh, I, it's been a habit lately, and I need to fix that. I don't know why I'm missing these small things. They um they went to uh, the locker room mm-hmm. for the elite. Alex Marvez did right. And the only people that were there were Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. They're the last okay. ones left, and so they're like, everyone else is gone. The Young Bucks are hurt. Hangman Page is out. Kenny Omega's out. Also, uh, Hangman Page took yeah. The screwdriver, Put the, the screwdriver eye. to the eyeball. Right. This is a Dusty Rhodes move right here. I hope we get eye patch. Yeah. Eye patch. Uh, Hangman Page. I'm a big fan of eye patches in wrestling. Oh yeah. Um. So they're left, and he's like, "What? What? What's left? What are you guys gonna do?" And <laughs> I don't even remember the words, but it's in being the. If you go to being the elite. Okay, I think they, I'll check I think that they, out. they expanded it there. I hope they but, just said what's left is we got a man up. <laughs> he basically said, he said, when you're when you're getting run over by bullies, you got to, I think he said, you got to stand up, stand firm, and be elite. Oh, my God. And he, he took off his uh, uh, his nose guard. Yeah, yeah, he took off his nose guard, looked at the camera. And Which then, he's uh, had for two solid years, <laughs> two I believe. Two years. And then... Michael Nakazawa takes his uh, headset off and throws it down and says, it's enough. So <laughs> next week we're getting uh, Claudio and Moxley against Cutler and Nakazawa. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Which which spawned the AEW tweet, the rototiller of violence. <laughs> they face the rototiller of violence. The thing. Oh, my God. Even if those two guys weren't presented as goofs, yeah, and and they were presented as the level of wrestlers they actually are, which is pretty good wrestlers, yeah, this would still be a beatdown on it. Like, yeah, they're gonna, gonna they're ugly. gonna get tilled. They're gonna get yeah. tilled. Seeds are gonna be planted, which I don't even want to think about what that means. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be rough. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. And yeah, there's nobody to save them right now. There's there's nobody. No. Other than Adam Page coming out with the eye patch, right. which has to happen, that would be amazing. Oh, I really hope so. I feel I like really swings in it. like a pirate. <laughs> okay, we've 
we we we're now prepared for number one. What could top uh, the rototiller of possibly? violence this week, Kevin? It has to be. Speaking of sports entertainment, yeah, for, for my money, the most entertaining man of the last week, MJF, the song and dance man, the vaudevillian, the uh, the Rat Packer. He went man, all out. The man put on a show. Yes, he did, and the crowd was into it. Yeah, it was the right the right show at the right time. Long Island. I was very unsure what fans would think about it, but um. I had just had some delicious Chinese food delivered and I was all in, man. I was stuffing my face and just take it in the mouth. <laughs> I love that idea. You're just sitting there just with the chopsticks. Yeah, I, it was like, yep. It was basically, I was a popcorn Jif <laughs> at that moment, just repeatedly <laughs> stuffing my face as I was watching this nonsense oh, that was yeah. working. I loved it. You can only do that once every couple of years, but man. Yeah. Now I'll I'm, say this. Yeah, go ahead. This was bigger overall as a spectacle than Dinner Debonair, but Dinner Debonair will always be unmatched. Dinner Debonair will always be unmatched for just the surreal madness, fever yeah. dream that it was. Yeah. That only a pandemic could bring. That's right. But I mean, it was great. I mean, they just had the straight up big band, and the best part is that he was good. Like he was yeah. scatting. I mean, he was, he was, I was blown away. He could remember these lyrics. Oh yeah. He knew what he was doing. They're in his blood. Yeah. It's in his blood. He's just a, he's a, what's the, he's just a Catskills guy at art. Yeah. I think when you get down to it. He could be on like the marvelous Ms. Maisel. Absolutely. He he could really be on marvelous (laughs) Ms. Maisel, which I really need back very soon. Um, I think you could have picked anybody out of that audience and they could have sang that whole song though. That's what yeah, I probably. realized in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Like it's every, like every sweet Caroline. Yeah. It's, it's the equivalent of that. Yeah. Or the saints go marching in, in Louisiana. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Um, so what did you think of Joseph Saladino solicitor <laughs> of oyster Bay? I love that guy. He was, I great. would love him to be, he feels like, a wrestling heel. Yeah. And I would love for him to continually come back and play some corrupt politician helping yes. MJF. He should. Every time they come to Long Island, they need Joseph Saladino to like bend some sort of rules. Yeah. Get him some sort of deal or something. They, the athletic committee, the Oyster Bay <laughs> athletic commission rules that, you know, that's it. You yeah. just, the Oyster Bay Athletic Commission. Uh, he's got to have. He has total power over the Oyster Bay Athletic Commission. <laughs> That's the he's move, Kevin. That he's ruled that Darby Allen is not fit to compete or something. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, that would be wonderful. Oh, I by the way, that. we've got a lot to talk about with Darby Allen. I don't think everyone is. Uh, everyone knows right oh. now about what's okay. going on with Darby. But let's finish off. Have we finished off the the heat index number one yet? I don't think quite yet. I think so. The only thing, well, number one, I love the shout out to ADD that they got the crowd to chant for ADD. Yeah. By the way, my, um, my, my best friend's wife, my best friend texted me a little after that. And he's like, he's like, Heather just turned to me and said that ADD chat chant didn't last long. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) That's good. 
Like it was a heavy chant for yeah. like 20 seconds and then boom, it's gone. <laughs> they got distracted. They got, everyone got, <laughs> everyone with ADD in that crowd got, got distracted God, immediately. That's such a good line. That cracked me up so hard. Oh my God. Oh, um, no, that was impressive. I'd totally forgotten about that. I'm really glad you brought that back up. Now, the Jungle Boy attack, for some yeah. reason, I, I, I think we all knew that was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, storyline-wise, it makes sense as Jungle Boy, but yeah. I swear, as I looked at him fully like covered up, mm-hmm. I, I was sure it was Darby Allen. I was 100% yeah. sure it was Darby and I didn't realize I thought it was Darby how, at first too. Yeah. I didn't realize what similar body types those two guys had mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. And then I was like, why'd you do this? Cause you just got jungle boy booed and he's not need to be booed. No, you never need to put move. him in a position to be booed. And, and it's right when you had Sammy Guevara like right there, Sammy's another heel in the, in the four. Yeah. Just have Sammy come out. the active one at the moment. Right. In have this... Sammy come out and interrupt him. Yep. And you don't have to do an attack. You could do a pull apart or something like that. Yeah. But that way, Sammy's the heel. And then, I don't know, though. But then he cut that baby face promo. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. God only knows. Yeah. I have no idea what's next for this. I'm along for the ride. I'm interested to see what's coming. Yeah. Um. You know, it's... I'm continually impressed with the way AEW takes people that should be re- fighting for the world title and moves them in other positions where they're not in the mix. Mm-hmm. For instance, all of the Blackpool Combat Club. Right. Like all of them. Uh with Kenny uh being injured and things like this, they're all they're all, they're continually moving these pieces around to keep them out yeah. of the title picture until their time has come and they do a great job of that. Mm-hmm. And it's now opened it up for these for these pillars. Um one of the best matches of the week for for my money was Darby Allen and Lee Moriarty. Yeah. And of course that ended with Brian Cage, the the embassy, all that. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage threw Darby through the air multiple times. Yeah. But did you catch what they said while Darby walked to the ring? Yes. Did you catch this? That he was skateboarding in New York City and was struck by a car. The day before this match, yeah. Darby Allen was hit by a car and had road rash down the entire right yeah. side of his body. And he did. And Brian Cage is tossing him through the air. <laughs> He's done a, doing a great match. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and they said it, like Brian Alvarez did a great job of this. They said it like everybody knew. Like just yeah. everybody. Of course he got hit yeah. by a car yesterday. Right. He's always getting hit by a car. NBD. <laughs> right. No big deal, y'all. Yeah. Right. Good Lord, Darby is a lunatic. Yeah. And I'm going to miss him when he's gone. Yeah. My yeah. God. I know. And just, and when I say Brian Cage picks him up and throws him, like he spins multiple times through the air. Yeah. They were not trying to protect this man at all because this man does not want to be protected. No. I know that, I know that uh, Brock Lesnar does not watch AEW because Brock Lesnar does not give a crap about wrestling. Brock Lesnar doesn't watch WWE. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If Brock Lesnar had seen that, 
he would have gotten on the phone and said, you need to sign this guy right away because yeah. I want to launch this guy. Whatever, we're at WrestleMania or Crown Jewel, I'm going to throw this guy. He won't have to fly back from Saudi because I'm just going to throw him so hard at Crown Jewel. Okay. He'll just land before our flight lands. All right. In an imaginary world where all wrestling companies Mm -hmm. are best buddies. Yeah. Sting and Darby Allen versus Brock Lesnar and who? Oh, God. Oh god! And of course, this has to be Cowboy Brock Lesnar, current right. Cowboy. Yellowstone Brock Lesnar. Okay. Sting and Darby. Okay, so it's got to be someone who's safe with Sting. Uh huh. Who would interact well with Darby? Who could do a wild brawl? Mark Briscoe. Oh yeah, I was immediately thinking like who from WWE, but. It could be anybody, you know, but yeah, I would prefer someone Brock Lesnar and Mark Briscoe would be the most amazing team. Yeah, Cowboy Brock Lesnar and Hillbilly Mark Briscoe versus <laughs> Sting and Darby Allen. My God. God. Now, in a dream world, Jay Briscoe and Brock Lesnar. Well, oh, Lord. My God. They would Can you imagine me. that team? It would be that would be absolutely ludicrously exciting. Yeah, I couldn't even get the words out for that. Uh, yeah, but I can't think of anybody perfect in WWE at the moment. No, for that really. for that role. No, mostly because it's hard to imagine Brock teaming with people. Teaming with anyone? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we almost got Brock teaming with Cody. We came pretty close to that. <laughs> for five minutes that didn't that didn't take my by the way not to get too deep into wwe one of my favorite things in wrestling in a long time was brock's smile Uh as he walked down to the ring to partner with cody before of course he destroyed him later on raised his cap yeah which brought even which added even more depth to the ludicrous smile he was sporting on his way to the ring earlier yeah, because not he not only it was more of a I'm gonna f this guy up later, <laughs> and I am so excited about it. Yeah. I can't even keep my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else do we need to talk about from this else? week? What do you think? By the way, yeah. the entire internet. Oh, what what were you gonna say? I would go ahead and finish your thought. Right. Oh, the entire internet is concerned with Keith Lee's health because he no longer dyes his hair. Apparently mm. he's been going gray for a long time. And now that he's not covering it up, everyone's very concerned. And I'm going to say I'm concerned. Like I, it, he looks like he's dying and it's hard like to look like you're dying. Yeah. It's the whole gray. Everything uh-huh. looks like he just came down with a devastating disease. <laughs> and, it, and I am concerned, even though I know he's just always yeah. had gray hair and dyed it. He's just, I, I I just figured he's doing like a Gandalf the White thing. Like, I would love it if that was the thing. I'd love if it was in storyline, he 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 was Keith the White. He was. Keith. I don't. Well, you'd probably have to maybe Keith the Gray is that yeah. the way we'd have Keith to go the gray. with that in twenty twenty three. Oh man. Okay, you want to talk about <laughs> Ethan Page and Hook next? Uh, yeah, little the little uh little. <laughs> little duo little sequels that they had 
Yeah, we just we, do it so, on Wednesday, run it back Friday. Yeah. So of course we had Matt Hardy and um private party help help Hook defeat Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if Hook would have needed that help. Probably not. And this is clear this clearly has to do with the secret stipulation added which, to this match the week before that we don't know anything about. Which they never meant which they didn't mention. They didn't even freaking mention it. Yeah. And clearly it's got to come up this week. Right. Although there's also the po- there's always the possibility they just abandoned it and we'll never hear about it again. Why well, I, I thought I, I thought it had to be that if Hook won, Matt Hardy and uh they, they get their freedom. Free. Yeah. It has to be. But I'm really wondering now since it didn't get mentioned if they're not going to abandon this entire thing. Yeah. Because that's something AEW does now. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but they do completely abandon stipulations like the Eddie Kingston not yeah. getting the win because he he held the move too long. I uh, think it might be something they just forgot to mention. And then once they were like, hey, we forgot to mention that. And Tony was just yeah. like, shh. Just no, yeah. Shh, just, it just could very on. well just be that. On. And they're just like, oh, fans should have remembered this from last week. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. They could just try what did you think of um, this is one that I just only watched a YouTube clip of. Um, and I, so I didn't see that much of the actual Ethan page versus hook matchup. What did you think of it? It was good. I mean, it was like, it was cool to see hook do real matches. Yeah. And I mean, the, the second one was better cause it was more yeah. just the two of them and they brawled all over the uh, arena. It was fun to see hook do a brawl in the crowd. Yes. This is the first um, time I've seen that. Yeah. And, um, you know, he took some good shots. He had to sell a little bit. Like, I I really liked it. I think Ethan Page was a really good opponent for him, just like Ethan Page was a good opponent for Darby a couple years yeah. ago. And uh, Hook came out great. And then, you know, he beat him and then left the table unbroken, and everyone pointed it out to him. So he's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> left him through the table at the end. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I think Ethan Page did a great job. I like that Ethan Page is out there working hard and not. I really like Ethan Page. And he's, he seems like someone who's like, I'm here to have fun and be creative and, you know, doesn't have too much of, for a guy whose nickname is all ego, he doesn't seem to have too much of an ego about it. I, I could not agree with you more on that. And now I'm going through AEW's roster to see if Scorpio Sky is still there. He's been hurt, but he's he's around. still there. I don't know. There's scuttlebutt that he's not getting along with people or something. I don't know. That he's don't not getting along with to people. Say. Well, there, there might be reasons that he's not around, but I don't. I it's too you. vague to even say. By the way, so he has eighty-one matches so far in AEW, and I am genuinely shocked. Shocked, I say. Satnam Singh is 10 and 2 in AEW. I had no clue. 3 and 1 <laughs> in 2023 because I've not been watching Dark and Dark Elevation. Does it have a singles record? Um his singles record is 1 and 0 um okay. this year. Okay. 2 and 0 in trios this year. Yeah. So overall, so that means he had to have lost a so 2023 overall is three and one. There was trios record at two and zero, his singles record at one and zero, his tag team record at zero and zero. So I don't know where that loss comes from. 
I don't know what match that could have been. <laughs> I don't know. No we'll clue. Have to, we'll have to send the people out to do the research for us. Yeah. Also, Santana is still listed on the roster. Yeah, he's still out there. Still hurt, I think. That's right. That's right. Um. All right. We well, haven't then. talked about FTR yet. Man, we've been waiting a long time, and it finally happened. FTR defeated the Ass Boys. They are your all elite wrestling world tag team champions. And I couldn't be happier. They're here to stay. Yeah. If they were ever going to go anywhere else. Yeah, I doubt it. I bet these two men have to be so happy at the decision they made whenever they made it yeah. after seeing what's happened to WWE. Mm-hmm. Apparently they made it before uh, WrestleMania. Okay. So leading into WrestleMania, when they actually signed their contract, for all they knew, Paul, uh, Paul, yeah, Triple uh, H, Paul Levesque could have just made them his darlings and had them feud with the Usos and the greatest storyline yeah. of the year. Uh, and boy, they made the right choice. They absolutely made the right I choice. <laughs> I have to think. Hosed. I really do have to think. If I'm in their boots and I'm making that decision, yeah, I think about Jay Briscoe, as yeah. in. Yeah. We love these guys. You have all this emotion towards Jay. And you know, if you were with the WWE, those three matches that could very well be career defining matches for F- mm-hmm. FTR mm-hmm. never would have happened. Never would have happened. No, not yeah. a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that right now, outside of W, they can wrestle with any, they can have a match against any tag team in the world outside of the WWE. And frankly, I'm not interested in a single tag team that's in the WWE. I really, there's nobody there. I don't give a, I'm not interested in seeing the Usos wrestle FTR. I'm not. Um, Now that's probably because my, um, my take on the Usos was formed 10 years ago. Yeah. But um, I mean, outside of, uh, oh, uh, Big E in that group. um, New Day. Yeah. Love yeah. to see a New Day match. Street Profits, that, maybe. Street Profits would be... That, that's a good point. There are some, but there's more outside. Yeah. And I think yeah. they are there. They want to establish their legacy as the greatest tag team of all time. And you've got a better chance of doing that outside of WWE yep. at the moment. Yep, for sure. So, really glad they made the choice. So now, I'm sure there'll be a little... They'll be a little more. I'm sure they'll spend a little more time with the Ass Boys. Young, yeah. I think yet so. again, mm-hmm. yet again, they're the champions, and the Young Bucks are not on the table. Yep. Funny how that. Keeps My God, happening. man. <laughs> who do you? Yeah. Uh, who are you? Where do you think they go next? And who would you like to see them wrestle? That's a really good question. That's a because really also good question. Top Flight is also off the right. table. Right. Top flights out. Young Bucks are out. We've seen them against the Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm, I will never not be happy to see them wrestle the Lucha Brothers. Um, I really hope they build up some other teams quickly. Yeah, they may have to build up some other teams because, like, 2.0 Butch, Butch would be places. fun, but they're not, you know, going to be serious. Um, maybe I mean, Bullet like Club. Roosh and Drillistico. Yeah, maybe yeah. Bullet Club. Yeah. Um. House of Black is busy with the trio scene, but that'd be yeah. a good matchup. Oh man, House of Black would have been great against them. And Dan it's still Garcia possible. and Sammy, maybe at some point. Yeah, 
that's the thing. There's a lot of for the deepest tag team division in a long time. Yeah. You have so many people, so many people on the bench. Maybe we'll see a resurgence of private party, which doesn't yeah. necessarily excite me, but it'd be a good match. Yeah. Um, you got lethal and Jarrett. That'd be a good old school. That would be really match. good. I'd, I'd enjoy the heck out of that. Um, Other than that, I would maybe. Oh, dark order would be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, would... for sure. Let's see. Well, and now we've got two dark, you know, we've got two dark order teams. So I'm assuming at least one of them. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. But when it comes to legitimate teams that could take the belts off of them. Yeah. Who's I out there? I could see them bringing know? a lot of guests. I could see them bringing in an Aussie Open. Yeah. Aussie uh, Open would be a really good dab. People from, yeah. People from um, the Indies. Clearly best friends are Outrunners. taking titles off them. Yeah. The out the outrunners absolutely has to happen. I would really enjoy seeing Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Anthony Agogo is apparently still on the roster. Well, good for him. Maybe he'll oh, get a know, shot at Wim- Wembley. I would love to see Daddy Magic and uh, Cool Hand Ange. Yeah, that would be come good. On. But yeah. again, these in the world of AEW, none of these yeah. are serious opponents. Right. None of these are people that could really take the titles off of them. And, uh, yeah. And Lucha yeah. Brothers right now, they've got, well, they've got the ROH titles, and, and AEW has no problem putting multiple titles on someone. Yeah. I don't know. I could see him just having kind of the defense, doing the Orange Cassidy thing, just doing the defense of the week for a while. And you are getting, yeah. you're ready for them to take the belt off Orange Cassidy, aren't you? I am. I think it's time. I don't think he needs it, and I think that belt needs to go to somebody more uh, interesting. And I, I think would love, it would be especially a big... with Forbidden Door and Wembley coming up. Yeah. Like, get it on somebody and that's really interesting that could. At this point, yeah. you can really build somebody by having the beat Orange Cassidy for that belt. Yeah. Um, and I think it should be somebody that maybe doesn't take it the first time. Um, they, I don't know who would you. Any ideas on who you'd like to see take that belt? I think it'd be cool to see Takeshita win. I don't know if that's like the matchup. That would be great. Do, but I would love that to would see be Takeshita great. to be that champion and then go in. He's like still piling on losses, and I don't understand yeah, why. I, know. I hate that they put him right up against uh, who they have him lose to. Oh, Sammy. You know, with Jungle Boy being essentially done with Christian and, and uh, Luchasaurus, that's potentially. A, a heck of a tag team to take on FTR. Christian Luchasaurus. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah. Man, I'm still just digging for tag teams here, and I'm surprised. I definitely don't want to see him wrestle Hobbs and QT. No interest in that. Gosh, no. Although, Lucha Brothers, versus, when they were in the ring with Hobbs, I yeah, loved it. That was I great. loved it. Yeah. But, um... QT ain't the guy. No. no. As everyone knows, like, I, I feel bad if you love QT Marshall and, there and you have to listen do. to me, don't, like, just <laughs> make fun yeah. of him every week. Yeah. I apologize if so. We respect the only QT, reason, we just don't like him. Yeah. Respectfully, he's garbage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's the only reason. That's the only reason I make fun of him like that is yeah. the fact that he's, listen, great guy. Decent wrestler, negative 
negative charisma, a black yeah. hole of charisma. Yep. Thus making him garbage. Yep. Okay. Uh, what do we have next? Here, our Kevin? girl We're Julia Hart got on countdown. TV. Yeah, Julia Hart beat Anna J. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I mean, it wasn't a great match or anything, but you know, it was a good Julie Hart match. It was good for Julie Hart. I like, you know, she's been grinding out on dark every week, building up her persona. I thought it was cool. She came out like a star. Yeah. She felt like a star. People were into her. Yeah. And, and the again, mist, the mist is always over. You could be QT Marshall could be over for with 40 years, 30 years, whatever. The mist has been over. We love the mist. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. And like we've said many times before, all it took was her switching from Claire's to Hot Topic. She's over. <laughs> we love it. And uh, it's crazy how well that worked. It yeah. really is crazy how well that worked. And now she's getting her hat over like she's Jake Hager or something. <laughs> she loves that hat, man. And I Don't think the fandom hat. loves the hat. Yeah. Julia oh, Hat. Man. Jake Hager still collecting a paycheck. Yeah, good for him. No, I'm happy for him. And the thing is, when I think about him yelling about how he loves his hat, yeah, it makes me smile. Yeah, it act, like it makes me like Jake Hager. Yeah, um, who still has a four, I think a four and zero MMA record, two and zero. Yeah, something like that. I love that he's just undefeated in MMA and he's done it like twice. Okay, so let's see what do we have coming up here. Anything else about? Oh, what about QTV joking about uh, Dante's oh, leg? That's uh, something I missed. So it was how great was this joke, line. Kevin? The, it was horrible. <clears throat> the uh, they did their little QTV thing. It was awful. And at yep. the very end, um, someone said something about break a leg. Oh, because oh. they were talking about the match. He was going to have the yeah. match with uh, with the Lucha Brothers. Got the match tonight. And they're like, all right, QT, go out there and break a leg. And he's like, what am I, Dante Martin? And they all laugh. Oh, my God. <coughs> it was bad. I can't believe this is still on TV. Yeah, it's I horrible. can't believe they're still running with this. It's really bad. It's so freaking bad. All right, let's 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 break down the, up this Wednesday's <coughs> Dynamite. Um, all right. Keith Lee versus Chris Jericho. That's a hell of a match. That's a great match. Yeah, something's going on there, and I don't know what it is. Me either. But, but that'll be interesting. Swerve, Swerve Strickland versus Darby, Darby. Allen. That's all awesome. I can ask for in a match. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what piece of machinery Darby Allen will have been hit by this week. Right. <laughs> before his match. Yep. Moxley okay, and Claudio. Take these next two? Moxley and Claudio, the rototiller of violence against uh, Cutler and Nakazawa. It's going to be brutal and awesome. It's going to be so brutal. It's going to be vicious. Okay. So next, you want Orange Cassie to lose. Yeah. Do you want him to lose to the man he's facing this week? Uh, Which is Buddy Matthews. Yeah. I think that could be cool if it sets up Buddy to lose to someone else, like a Takeshita. Right. And but Buddy's a guy where if, if he weren't part of the House of Black, mm-hmm. I'd be all about him taking this title. Yes. But he's already he's a doing his thing champ. with the House of Black. Yeah. I think they need to stick he needs to stick with that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be against him winning this if it meant he was going to lose it to someone else. But right. I, I don't know. I, I I also don't like the House of Black losing right now. So no. So this is going to be an like I think this is a really good card right here. Like it's really interesting. There's only four matches. Like there's times usually when we record, they've got like seven segments. Yeah. Announced. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, I think there'll be more, surprises. but yeah, I bet there'll be some surprises. And generally when they do their big, their big announcements, there's always a little more there with yeah. it. So this yeah. will be interesting to see. Yeah. I'm hoping we get a little more bullet club this week. Maybe we get some additions mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. or at least Jay white speaking. That would be great. Yeah, that would be, be cool. in support of that. And uh, for rampage, we have not a, not a damn thing. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, that's all we know. So, do you want to talk real quick about Double or Nothing? It's not that far away. May twenty eighth, Las Vegas. Six weeks. They need to start yeah. mentioning it, and we have nothing. Have we? So by the way, his fight game media group have 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 we started buying tickets together or anything like that? There are yet? some tickets out there. Yeah. Okay. I think there are. It was. Uh, I don't think there was a fight game group like there was last year, but it was all okay. through the F four W. All right. Uh, I need thing. to look in. I, I want to go to this. Um, I want to try and not die this time <laughs> on the way back. Yeah. Might take a flight out for this one. Uh, I don't know. It's so I close. I, I wish I could. I know. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of people coming in from the fight game crew into this there's a lot of people in fight game coming out yeah mm-hmm. yeah i figured this, this is everybody loves getting together in vegas vegas is yeah. easy vegas is not expensive generally yeah. speaking um it's a great place to get together if you're going to get together um so you've got mjf or sammy versus jungleman versus darby what a do you think about that maybe? Main event if they do that that four-way i think it could be cool but they gotta really heat it up yeah like it's got to start building energy, and right now right. there's not a lot. But by the way, what was the date on Wembley Stadium again? August twenty seventh, I think. Okay, so that so Forbidden Door is in between this and that. Yes, Forbidden Door is closer to Double Nothing than Wembley. Okay, and then um, All Out theoretically is the week after All In. Right. You know, it's. it feels like it's, even though this is only six weeks away, we have so many things we don't know. Like, what's going on with Jericho? What's going on yeah. with Adam Cole? Right. Where are we going to be with, clearly Jade versus Tyra will most yeah. likely That's be on this. the biggest lock, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Hobbs or so, House of Black, we don't know where anybody's going to be. We have no yeah. clue. Like, are, are we, when do, when do we think we're going to get back our missing buck? Uh, probably that show. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions on this. Um, I'm really hoping we could get that Blackpool Combat Club match. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, versus the Elite and Adam Page, that would be big. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed we get that. Let us know in the comments. Um. Let us know uh, if you're going to be there. If you're going to be going to Double or Nothing in the comments. What am I talking about? Let us know on Twitter. Hit us up. Kevin Ely. That's your Twitter, correct? Yep. Kevin Ely, at Peppermint Fatty. Um, From me, from Kevin, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody, and we hope to see you again back here next Tuesday. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.